I'm having a private party. Ain't nobody here but me, my angels, and my guitar singing. Baby, look how far we've come, yeah. I'm having a private party. Learning how to love me. Celebrating the woman I Everybody, welcome to Talk It Out. This is your girl, Gabby. And this is KT. Uh, Joy will not be here again this week, but she should be here the next. So stay tuned for that. Uh, make sure if you want to hit us up, if you want to connect with us, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash talk it out. Twitter at talk it out underscore pod, P-O-D. And Instagram, instagram.com slash talk it out podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a couple things. Um, we're going to be talking about um, some great music that came out in 2016, some albums that... Um, really changed our lives or that really made us feel good this year we're going to be talking about resolutions new year's resolutions we're going to be talking about self-care and body image so this is going to be a little deep but um we think it's it's really beneficial for around this time when um everyone's talking about new year's resolutions and new year new me so um first r.i.p george michael oh my gosh like 2016 was just a year of music death. Prince, sometimes I forget Prince is dead, and then I get really sad. But it's just all our androgynous, think about it, all the little androgynous guys, they're all dead except for um, Boy George. Yeah, Mike, David Bowie, Prince, George Michaels. I'm not going to kill nobody else. But, yeah. It's sad, but R.I.P. George Michael. George Michaels was actually like a stud in the eighties. Never mind. But yeah, so music in two days. Music that's for T.O. Black. Um, right. Music in two thousand sixteen. Um, what were some albums that you really enjoyed that came out this year? Um, one of my favorite albums is the Solange album, uh, mm-hmm. "A Seat at the Table." Like I absolutely really love album. that album, one hundred percent. Like every single, every single thing on it. Uh, one that just came out recently, "Awaken My Love" with Donald Glover. That was a pretty good Childish album. Gambino. It was different. I mean, he he's he on this album is Donald Glover. I mean, I mean it was okay. It was okay. Uh, yeah, I'm. I it was different. It's different than what he normally does as Childish Gambino. Like, Childish Gambino, I think a lot of times, a lot of his music is about heartbreak and, like, him back in high school. And, like, this dude is, like, 30-some years old rapping about this stuff. But that album was real instrumental. And, like, I really like instrumental music anyway. Yeah. Um, Then also... Okay, go ahead. I got got one more. Uh, The Travis Scott album. That was a really good album. I haven't heard that one. Like, oh, my music game has been lacking. But I, the Childish Gambino one, I still have not heard that one. And I know people are going to shame me for it. I actually heard him singing, like, y'all going to hate me for this. I heard him singing that Redbone song live. And it sounded a hot mess to me. I'm sorry. Like, his vocals. And people were like, oh, my gosh, I just had a religious experience. I'm like, where? (laughs) His vocals were flat and sharp and, and... and smooth and round, like it was all over the place. But I guess I mean the music was popping. I mean you get good good musicians, just good musicians. But his voice, it just wasn't there for me. Maybe I need to listen to the album 
with the edited vocals, and I think yeah. that's a good a good deal. That's how I felt about the Frank Ocean Blonde album. Like everyone was so obsessed with it, they were yeah. like, "Oh my god, he finally has released something! It's the greatest thing ever!" But right. like, it was awful. But I that's the one thing. song on that entire thing. The reason, the reason that it was so bad, I think. I feel like ever since like the day after he released Channel Orange, people were like, where's the next Frank Ocean album? Where's the next Frank Ocean album? So it, it caused this humongous um, expectation. I mean, Channel Orange was really, really good, but it made people almost forget like that it was just a good album. It wasn't an amazing thriller album. So people were expecting like a thriller to come next or something like that because... I guess our perception sometimes can get blurred. So no matter what he did, it would have been a failure. Or not a failure, but it would have done bad in everybody's I mind. So. I think so. I think so. The Channel Orange, like, it was, like, I, I guess, I mean, obviously you can change within four-year time. But I think that Channel Orange compared to Blonde, like, they're two totally di different genres of music. Mm -hmm. Like, Channel Orange, he's more like... I don't know. It's just different. Like, if you listen to those back to back, you're just like, what? Like, this right. was Frank Ocean then. And now, four years later, Frank Ocean sounds like he's crying on every single upper. Like, right. Song. It actually seems like and, Blonde um, should have been first and then Channel Orange. Right. Because it's yeah. like Channel Orange was a little, not well thought of, but just the instrumentation, the atmospheric uh, sounds, the, the lyrics and stuff like that was a little bit better and i mean the only song that everybody likes on blonde is pink and white which i can keep that song on replay that song is beautiful and melodic and beyonce did her thing on it um but yeah so you said um frank ocean solange and travis scott those are some good some good choices um for me uh king which is a a trio, a girl trio, three black women. Beautiful. The music is beautiful. If you hear them live, it's even like more um, ethereal, as as they call it. But that album was just amazing. It was melodic. It was just, the melodies are always off the chart. The the melodies, the harmonies, the the lyrics, everything. If you want some really good chill beautiful music to listen to cop that one king um james blake released an album this year that made me depressed and cry but it was so good james blake the color and anything girl if i had a music podcast that like all of the songs there were some i was like yeah you know whatever but a lot of those songs like he could have just majority of his lyrics are like what is he talking about but it's the melody and the way the songs are arranged it just pull on your heartstrings Woo! that was a good album um what else uh of course young thug my name is jeffrey Rash. of course uh actually no because i only liked a couple of songs my favorite songs on that album are guwap because of the the music but after Quavo and Young Thug's verse, I turned the song. Um, what else? Harambe. When that song first came out, I played that song like twice every time I went to the gym. When I first got there and when I left. And whichever one, whichever one. Kanye West. That's a good song. 
And the only good song, the only good part on Floyd Mayweather is Travis Scott's part. So that's pretty much it. I mean, it was just an okay album, but I like that Goo Up song. So those are my three. King, James Blake, and of course, my dog, Young Thug. Um, if you have any albums that you really enjoyed out this 2016 year, why don't you comment below? Let us know about it. Hit us up on Twitter. We can have a discussion, a debate, if you want a debate. And we can do it like that. So, that's fun. Um, so, let's get to the main topic. This main topic is going to be about self-care, self-love, and body image. So, uh, KT is going to start the discussion. So, I just want to open it up with something that one of our followers on Twitter sent us. Uh, He is with the Second Shift Podcast, which you can check him out at underscore the Second Shift uh, on Twitter. But he said something along the lines of, self-love is impossible to find without self-care. Introspection is crucial to growth, which is so true. Yes, yes. Like, like growing, like, I, I just feel like self-love, period, is just all about growing you as a person and who you are and how you feel about yourself, period. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, about this self-care. So, you know what time it is. It's, it's December. People getting ready for those New Year's resolutions. New Year, new me, they say. Um... I've always felt a way about New Year's resolutions. I guess my deal was, I mean, if you're going to make a change, why do you have to wait till the end of the year to, to make that change? But people have, people have their reasons, so I ain't going to shame them for it. You know, you do what you want to do. But as as this New Year is coming in, you know, you see the Weight Watchers commercial. Oprah says she lost 40-some pounds on Weight Watchers by eating, while she can still eat a whole bunch of bread, which is, like, debatable. But um, the all these people are coming now. Nutrisystem, Jenny Craig, um, these these gym memberships. I was just at the gym today. About twenty, thirty folks over here signing signing up for gym memberships, which is good if you want to do that. My thing is, do what you want to do, better yourself, do whatever, but make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, and make sure while you're on that journey towards whatever point you want to get to. That your mind's in the right place. I think a lot of people they get they get off track, whether it be by losing weight or whatever. They're doing it for the wrong reasons. They're they're doing it to be aesthetically beautiful. They're doing it to impress somebody. They're doing it so somebody can get off their neck and stop talking about their weight. They're not doing it to just say, Well, I just want to be a better me, or I just want to improve my physical fitness, or I just want to do this for me. I think if if you're trying to do something because of someone else or to make somebody else happy, then you will get discouraged easily because when it comes down to it, you're the the person making yourself go to the gym. They're not going to be there with you. So you have to make it up in your mind that you want to do it for yourself or you're not going to have the right amount of motivation. That's just my views on that. But I'm going to bring this to self-love in because a lot of times 
I don't know. I can't speak from this point. Maybe maybe KT can. If we're just going on the body image, the body image route. A lot of times these these weight loss companies and these gym memberships, they the a lot of their marketing is to make you not love yourself, to make you think there's something wrong with you. And the only way you can act achieve this self-love is by going to the gym is by eating right is by losing weight then everyone will respect you then you can truly love yourself then you'll be confident then you'll feel good do you think that's accurate yeah of course i think they they play off of fat phobia i think I mean, it's, it's, it's well, it's good. And well, if like you said, you're doing this for your own reasons, and you're doing this to to help yourself. But if you're like these companies, they basically take pictures of fat people, or they blow them up on Photoshop, Mm. to make fat people look bad. And um, then they show the after pictures. And I know for you, as someone who works out a lot, like that's a that's a good picture for you because that shows progress. But to me, as a fat person, it makes it it's kind of it doesn't help me feel better about myself. It mm. makes me seem like, um, why am I still a fat sack of shit? Like, <laughs> like if these people can go and go to the gym and they were like four hundred pounds, then why am I not doing that with myself mm. now? Me, I'm not really into working out. That's not something that I do. That's not even something that I even want to do. But, but every to. time, yes, I, I did. I used to because that was something that at that time I wanted. But right now, I don't. I'm mm-hmm. okay with my body. I'm happy with my body. But regardless, every single year when those pictures come out or whenever I see people on Instagram or Twitter or whatever showing their before and afters, mm-hmm. It always makes me feel bad about myself. So as far as like self-love regarding that, I think it's important to understand that even though these pictures are coming out and even though people are showing you these before and afters and even though you're pressured in the society based on looks and society based on beauty, then you you need to be sit down and be like, hey, do I love myself enough to understand that while these people are doing that, that's not for me. But what Makes if sense? it is for you, but you just don't want to get to the point where you're hating yourself, but you still want to get to where they are? Like, how how does one, how does one, like, say they want to lose weight for themselves, right? How do you lose weight for yourself without going, dive, delving into that self-hate where you're like, Ugh, I hate my body. I want to be like this. I hate how I am now. Because you have to learn to love yourself first. Before Mm -hmm. you even start losing weight, you need to look at yourself and say, hey, I'm beautiful regardless if I'm at this weight or if I'm at that weight. For Mm -hmm. me, really, my self-love started, and this sounds maybe kind of weird to people, but I started looking at myself in the mirror a lot while I was naked, Mm -hmm. like a whole lot. I have, in my bedroom alone, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven mirrors Mm. in my bedroom. And I feel like that's really important to to be able to look at your own self, whether that means theoretically or not. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And you can see who you are really. Like, you just need to... You just need to look at yourself first. Like, yeah. you need to look at yourself and say, I, I may not be society standards of beautiful, but I'm a good-ass artist. And I yeah. don't have to be society standards of beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Self-love is a really, 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 really hard thing to do. And even now, I struggle with it every single day. If a piece of clothing doesn't look right on my body... Then I loathe and I'm like, or I, I don't loathe, but I, I just kind of wallow in my own self-pity. And I'm yeah. just like, okay, like maybe if I was thinner or maybe if I look this way, I would feel better in these clothes. But I have to remember it's a mental thing. Like if I really truly cared about myself and I truly loved myself, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think these things about be myself to deal. be the best. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm on the, the opposite spectrum kind of. Because, like, my thing is, I, I've never, ever wanted to be skinny, ever. My thing is just about being buff. And so, with me, when I first got on Instagram, I started following all these fitness guys and fitness girls, which probably wasn't wise. And I would be looking at them. They'd be shredded up, cut up. And then I'd be looking at me. I'm like, well, why, why, why am I not as cut up? Why don't I have all these veins and stuff popping out of my arms? And eventually you learn, well, majority of these people are taking steroids. And majority of these people are taking other types of supplements. But even then, it, sometimes you, like, say you're, like, feeling really bloated. You just ate something really, a heavy meal, and your stomach is, like, 10 feet long. And you look at those people at Instagram with those, uh, v cuts and eight packs and everything. I'm like, oh my gosh, I should not have done that. You like guilt yourself um, for eating. Heaven forbid you eat. So, um, yeah, that that can be kind of hard. I think I've gotten better at it now, especially now since I've like researched. I think researching steroids actually helped me. I don't know why, but I guess I was like. Now I know, now I can spot when somebody's on steroids, especially like for women. Like, cause a lot of times I look at the women, I'm like, well, why can I get like that? But now I can like spot if a woman's on steroids. And so, um, now I'm like, oh, okay, well, if I was on steroids, I might look like that person, but I'm not. So I need to focus on if I am to what idolize somebody or look up to somebody, make sure it's somebody that's a hundred percent natural doing this thing which there are some there are some women that I do look up to so yeah I don't know I don't really struggle as much with that because I guess I know that I'm doing the best I can do now if I get to a point I know if I get to a point like I was really sick and I couldn't work out I probably would get delved back into that but I guess at this point since now I'm like working out and I'm eating healthy and stuff like that. I'm not. But I think I do need to focus more on it. Because what if one day I can't work out? Or what if one day the gym closes for a year and I have nowhere to go? I would still need to be at a certain place where I'm okay with myself not being jacked and huge and buff. And I just want to mention, I, I just want to mention that, like, it's really important like, whether you're on Gabby's spectrum, whether you're on my spectrum, whether you are in the middle, like, you don't have to be anything that you see. 
you can literally just be yourself and you're still going to be a beautiful person. Like you can literally, unless you're Donald Trump, you can literally be whoever you want to be. You can literally, like, there is no such thing. Like, even though society says that there's no such thing as beauty, literally beauty is what you see and how you perceive it. So if you change your mindset to think that, hey, even though I have a set of titties and then titties underneath my titties, and then I have a roll underneath my set of second set of titties, <laughs> and you say, hey, that's beautiful, then your mind is going to say, hey, that's beautiful. You're not going to look at yourself as something that's out of this world. So that's the I have, so, huh? I have, I have grown to love my flat booty, okay? It's flat. Uh-huh. At the bottom, but I still have grown to love it. Good. So, I'm, and I'm glad. I'm glad about that. So anybody can do it if I can. All right. So, so like I said, now, now the, now the question is, how do we put this into practice? So, well, like I said, it's 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 sometimes hard. Like especially like for me in the past, let's say I haven't I hadn't worked out like. When I first got home from college, there was no gym that I could go to. So I went like three or four weeks, four months without working out. So I would look at myself and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is a shame. You have to do something. So now I've got to the point, like, say I'm like real flabby or whatever. I just look at myself and I'm like, I mean, what what are you trying to do? Like, what, like you want to snap your fingers and look like somebody else that gets paid to gets paid to work out every day, gets paid to uh take steroids, it gets paid to be pretty. Like you're you. You you are being the best you that you can be, literally. You're driven, you are a good person, you are um a loving person. You know, you're just being the best you that you can be. Now if I would if I was not doing if I was a terrible person if I wasn't driven if I wasn't doing anything then I could have something to to get on myself about but if you're doing everything you can to be a good person to um be you know provide for yourself to to help the ones you love to be loving and caring then that that should be enough like we need to get up to a place I don't know how but I wish we could all just get to a place where that's that would be enough. So, so what do you think are some some tips? What are some tips? Because you said you you've gone come a long way from from where you were. What are some tips or some some advice you would give to somebody that's struggling with, um, not even body. I mean, we can talk about body some more, but just struggling with self love and and being good to themselves. So I have quite a few. And I'll I'll just go through a few here and give you a little explanation of them. Um, I think that every single morning you should begin your day with love. And what I mean by that is to, while you're brushing your teeth in the morning, look at yourself and say, hey, even though my hair is messy right now, I'm still really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, Like, whatever it is. Like, hey, even though my breath stank right now, it's going to smell really, really good because I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. Like, you just need to begin every single morning with love and tell yourself how how worth, like, how, how much worth you really have in yeah. this world. Um, Another really big thing that kind of goes hand in hand with that is to talk yourself kind of happy. 
use words to train your mind to become more positive. So a lot of times I catch myself saying, I can't do this, I can't do that, or I'm too busy doing this, I'm too busy doing that. What I should say instead is, while at this time I'm unable to complete this, I am learning how to do that task, or I'm learning to do something else. I'm learning to do this and that. It, it just, it's just one word. Literally one word can change exactly how you say things. The pos- so it's um, like positive thinking. Right. Yeah, real positive about words. Even just simple words can make you feel more positive. Get emotionally honest with yourself. What I mean by that is to let go of numbing your feelings. That means shopping, eating, drinking. Uh, That is an example of avoiding discomfort, sadness, and pain. You need to be... You need to be with your own emotions. If somebody has literally hurt your feelings, stop holding that in. Go to them right now and say, hey, this really hurt when you said that. How can we fix it? Right. Don't hold it in. Because in the long run, uh, it just... Salon song, Cranes in the Sky. Like she was talking about how she was using all these things to self-medicate and try to forget the pain of or depression or whatever she was dealing with and how it was like it didn't work it was like fleeting right so. and it, it'll happen every time um one more that is really really super duper important to me i think is to be patient with yourself always always be patient with yourself you did not get this sad in one day's time so right. don't think you're going to feel better in one day's time. Exactly. For you, it may be years that you've been messed up or you feel like you've been messed up. It may be weeks that you're just now feeling this way. Mm-hmm. But regardless, you have to give yourself that a lot of time to say, hey, I'm working. I'm trying. That's yeah. really what matters. Yeah, that, that was good. Like self-love in general, because, you know, a lot of people, especially during the holidays, there's a lot of depression and People get really sad. Some people be contemplating suicide. So it's 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 very good to to learn this self love, and even we are still learning it. I mean, we're just twenty three, so we have a lot to learn. But I think it's important. And like like the quote said, being introspective is very important. But I do want us to end on a little happier note. Um, so we just talked about resolutions, but. I just want to talk about some good things that's happened in 2016 because, you know, we, we mainly focus on the bad, and there was a lot of bad, a lot. But there were some good. Uh, one of the great things is we started this podcast. We actually started this podcast, and we didn't know Jack Dilly squat about a podcast. I mean, I'm the only person out of all of them that knew anything about a podcast because I listened to, like, a, a debating religious one and uh, the read. So... That's one good thing that came out of 2016. What's something else that came out of 2016 that was good, KT? Uh, uh, something that's good that's came out of 2016 is that I've started back working on my artwork. Um, I kind of fell off the wagon there for a second because I just felt like it was trash. But uh, <laughs> Actually, if you don't know, KT does all the graphic design for everything talking about. So yeah, plugging that in there. And she actually has an Instagram with her art. What's your Instagram? So my Instagram art is art is gold. You can hit me up on Instagram if you want to. Art is gold. 
What about me? My music. This was the first time, like, um, I mean, my dad has always been very supportive of my music. And we actually just got a Neumann TLM 49. And it took us a year to save up the money to buy that mic. But um, that that felt good. Saving up and buying something that really would benefit my career and would be beneficial to us both. And my mom has actually started joining on, getting on board and supporting me, helping me set up a studio, helping me get my business together, helping me get my podcast stuff together. That's 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 been new, and I'm I'm happy for that. Oh, we've met some really great people on the podcast. Of course, we have met uh, Will and Raw. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, so we ain't got time to name everybody because we're trying to wrap up this episode because we're recording it on Monday and it got to come out on Tuesday. But everybody that we've ever met, thank you so much because we met you, Whoopin'. and it's so sweet. One more thing that's good that's came out of this week, this uh, year, is we were able to do something really good for the homeless with this uh, tampon and pad drive. It was our first time ever doing anything, and by the time this episode would be released, we've already we have already done it because we had to do it early. But I'm just so thankful that um, I'm so thankful for everybody that supported and gave. And and share the about the cause because it's allowed us to to bless a lot of people in a very good way. Um, one more thing about me, which I will kind of ex- expound on in To Black is, um, this year I've actually it's actually been a good time, a great time of self discovery, and I think I've come more into myself. And um, I kind of had a finding myself moment late in life. And I think I'm just finally finding who I am and and learning more about myself each day. So I think that's good because for the longest I've been living for other people and, you know, just trying to fit in. But but I'm finally becoming my own person. So so that's one good thing. Another good thing about 2016. But um yeah. The main thing is you listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting us all the time. Um, if you have any comments, have any, any concerns, have any things you want to tell us, hit us up. We got an email. It's talkitoutpodcast at yahoo.com. We got a Facebook. It's facebook.com slash podcast. We got a Twitter. It's at talkitoutpod underscore. Wait. Talkitout underscore pod. P-O-D. Hit us up. And yeah, anything you would like to add, Katie? Uh, nothing else that I want to add. Just stay positive and good vibes. 